Left flame. <laughs> Straight up. Yo, what's good, Chino? What's good, man? As you can hear, got a we've got a celebrity today. Celebrity. We've got a celebrity in our midst. Nah, I'm talking. I'm talking to a celebrity. We've got Tejas Srinivas on the ABCD podcast. Yeah, yeah. he's introducing me today. Uh, so today we we have, like I just said, we have a we have a real stellar performer in the music industry. We've got a we've got a big name, an upcoming name in the music industry. You know, I, I got reminded of you know how when you marketed your whole DJ program. Oh yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get to throughout the course of this very entertaining, <laughs> exciting musical episode. There was something that really caught my eye when I. When he announced, when Vitus, by the way, I have Vitus on the podcast <laughs> today. I didn't even announce. I have Vitus Vijay Kumar on the podcast today. Uh, he's gracing it with his presence. Uh, thank you for being here, by the way. No, no, the pleasure's all mine, Tejas. Yeah. yeah. So, or Vitus, also he has an alias, DJ Verde in the building. DJ Verde on the track. DJ <laughs> Verde on the track. I'll, I'll talk more about DJ Verde throughout this episode, but something that really <laughs> caught my eye was the way he introduced himself into the through Instagram. I don't know, you you put like you know how um, on Spotify every artist has like a little bio about themselves, yeah, like yeah, up and coming yeah, yeah. artists from New Jersey or something. What do you put for yourself? It was like like synthesizing sound, like effortlessly synthesizing sound between genres. Uh, give me one second. Let me pull it up. Um, it, it was, it was like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, uh, I actually don't know how I thought of that. Um, I didn't want people to know who I was straight away. So I wanted to sort of build a following on the account before I told people that I knew so that people actually start following it because it already has followers on it. Yeah. Um, what I said was, a multi-talented artist, renowned for his seamless fusion of hip-hop, electronic, and pop music genres, with the innate ability to read the crowd and a passion for creating unforgettable musical experiences. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so all those years of English and VC paid off. Coming in clutch. Yeah. Um, I can't lie, I did use <laughs> ChatGBT. Because oh, I wrote something, uh, it sounded decent, but it wasn't... Uh, you know, as catchy as those posters that you see. So I'm like, I need some AI help here. Um, so I just typed it in and I just said, just make this shit better. Make it sound more interesting, engaging. Um, so it did that for me. Uh, and then I just sort of created, I went on to uh, Canva, I think. I think that's the app. And I basically just created a poster for my DJing thing. Um, so I just had my name, my account. And I basically promoted it to people saying, this is my friend's DJ account. Um, he started DJing and he just wants to sort of promote his DJ page and just sent it out to everyone saying that it was my friend's and not mine. And if people did ask who it was, I'll just say it was someone from uni so that they wouldn't actually, you know, dig deeper into who it was and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think at some point, I think over a hundred people had it on their stories. Yeah, that, it was really good. Yeah, so even people started DMing me about it, thinking I would know who it was, because I had it up on my story as well, so that people didn't think uh, it was me, so that they thought I was also just promoting it as well. Um, but yeah, it got some attention. Uh, I think we're closing up on, I think before my DJ performance, I think I was closing up on 200 followers. So that was pretty decent, uh, considering I only started promoting the page 
uh, I think I started promoting it before, but I didn't let people know who it was till I think a week before the concert. Um, and then people obviously that knew who I was started following me as well. Um, but yeah, it was actually it was like a, it was like similar to an album rollout. Um, so yeah, I think that's what sort of inspired me to sort of you know make a poster and then sort of drop the. Use your knowledge of the music industry <laughs> to make this. Yeah. So no. I remember the, the the way you described yourself was eye catching. I was like, did he hire someone that writes those Spotify bios? And then um, yeah, we gave it a follow. Went to his uh, amazing first set. It was it was really cool, uh, really professional for like a first setup, by the way. Um, yeah, but more on this later. Uh, first of all, um, how did we how did we meet? How did we come to be friends through Brentwood? Yeah, of course through Brentwood. Uh, I believe it was in. Year ten, I think. Um, uh, I think. I think it was. Oh, actually, were you friends with Jack Pierce? Yeah. Yeah. So this was year nine then. Yeah. So uh, I was friends with Jack Pierce. It was in a couple of my classes, and I think I got introduced to you, and I think Sujul was good friends with him. I think. So I think through Sujul I got to know you, and then I think you were friends with Divi as well at that time. So. Um, I actually met Divi in year nine on my way to the John Monash uh, interviews. Oh, yeah. So I met him there and I was, uh, I, used, I actually knew Divi from way back. Uh, I knew him from Tamil school. Um, so me, Iyengarin and Garish, we all went to the same Tamil school, but different campuses. And we used to meet up at our Tamil school sports meets and stuff. Uh, so I knew from Divi back from, like, from way back, but I haven't seen him in years. And the first time I saw him was at John Monash. And then um, I think... So you guys were all one friend group. So I think I just sort of merged in with that. And then I think Sajid was also in my year 10 English class as well. So I just found all the members and became friends with all of you guys. And then oh, it's a small world. Small, yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's how I met you, yeah. Yeah, so it was, Brentwood had an, like I've touched upon it before in this podcast, Brentwood had some great experiences and then some... Uh, questionable interesting crazy like, <laughs> hey that's high school right um what else vce lockdown VCE lockdown was crazy um i feel like kids nowadays they don't seem as stressed about vc compared to when i was stressed and when i was in year 12 i've got a sister she's in year 12 right now i see I her see going to parties just chilling <laughs> she doesn't seem stressed till like two days before the exact i don't know if this is because She's smarter than me, or oh, she just she doesn't give two shits. <laughs> Is it just me? Or are the younger siblings always, like, chiller and smarter somehow? Yeah, I think, I mean, I mean uh, especially, I feel like with third siblings, I feel like that's the case. Mm. Um, you know, you've got two older siblings, and, you know, they've got you, they can guide you. Um, as far as, like, uh, f- like, the elder siblings, they've got no one, you know. Pretty much on your own, you've got to sort of figure things out. But bro, we are OG. Like, we paved the path. We paved the path for us. Yeah, and now they... It's like when you try to finish it, when you're doing a game, right? Yeah. We were playing Spider-Man before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's like we finish the game first. Mm. And then for our siblings, it's like they get, you know, the walk-throughs. Walk-throughs, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Walk-throughs. Yeah, it's, it's basically, basically like a walk-through from them. Mm. It's a cheat code. So we're the ones that are actually experiencing life going through the... <laughs> Hard and struggle uh, and struggling and all that, um, but then they just sort of get our guidance and stuff, as well as our parents as well. But having us, um, 
it just makes it a bit easier for them with life and stuff. Because, um, you know, you're able to guide them with questions that they have and just in life in general. Uh, even my, like both of my sisters, they both come up to me asking stuff about, you know, whether it's school, life, or just other just general questions. Because, um, you know, I'm older than them and they expect me to sort of know these answers because I've most likely gone through them. So they don't really need to struggle and find out the answers where since they've got me, um, someone who probably knows the answers and everything. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> so younger siblings out there just realize <laughs> okay. older siblings are just giving you a walkthrough everywhere. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We'll just appreciate. be a walkthrough, yeah. So this episode is mainly going to be about music. It's something that I think our friendship's pretty, like, in terms of music, we're both interested in the similar type of music. Um, music is a big part of... I think like it is, it. yeah. Um, it's what brings people together. Um, not just us, but, you know, millions of people around the world. Um, it has no language barriers. I mean, even, even though music is in different languages, um, music itself is a language itself, and it's a language that everyone knows. Um, and it's probably one of the easiest ways to connect with people. Um, especially if you like similar genres of music, similar styles, similar artists. It just makes it easier to connect people, uh, connect with people and stuff. Bro, he stole my notes, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, yeah, everything you said was right. Um, I think, yeah, one of the reasons I, I was able to connect with, with this so well is is through music, actually, because we we both have a lot to do with music. So we both do Carnatic. I know you don't sing, do you? I oh, actually you do. do, yeah. Oh, you do both. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so we both, um, I, I was. I haven't gone into classes for like a few months now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're sort of on and off, but we're both sort of trained in that. But just, yeah, he's extra special. He's got the Murdangam talent. <laughs> oh, but one thing I really wanted to talk about was the dynamic between the singers and the company, yeah. accompaniment, like uh, Murdangam. Uh, like in the few concerts that I've done, right, as a singer. Uh, what do you especially are you more of a Murtangam player than uh, uh, I mean I would say equally because I go to classes for both of them so yeah. we'll have concerts for this and concerts for singing as yeah, well yeah. So. so just with this put yourself in the like in a Murtangam player's shoes for me right one thing that I really enjoy and sort of miss about music because I don't do concerts and stuff anymore but one thing that I really miss is like when you're singing on stage um, at the start, you're obviously really nervous because yeah, you're yeah. And... Especially the lights as well. Um, like in uh, in concert situations, they've got headlights yeah, um, yeah. beaming in your face so that you're you know lit up and everything. Yeah. You can't even see the crowd sometimes, so you're basically looking. Everything just seems like really bright and really dark in spots where you can't see. Mm. So you you get really nervous, but then once you start singing, I feel like it's alright. Yeah, and when you stuff up, it it, it people can hear, man. People yeah. Can hear. So. That's why I love singing in groups. So yes. uh, I learned Carnatic music uh, with five other boys. So we used to be, um, you know, mixed together with girls as well. But then as you sort of get older, um, our voices are kind of different. So girls can obviously, you know, hit those higher pitches and stuff. And for us, it's, it's so much harder. And so for us, it's a lot harder. So our teacher, he sort of split the group into two. Sometimes we still do learn together. But when we perform, we perform separately because it just obviously sounds better. The harmony... Um, harmonization yeah that's yeah. the way yeah it just sounds better um so we learn separately to them um so when you are doing it with a group um you have a higher chance of messing up and getting away with it 
Whereas if you're singing by yourself, if you mess up, you mess up. Everyone will notice, um, especially your teacher, who's usually sitting right in front of you putting the talam. Um, and, and the problem with singing alone as well is that when you're singing and you mess up, you're throwing off the accompaniments as well because they're playing according to what you're singing. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. it's like a, you're, you're messing up for a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So usually the rhythm player usually looks at your talam. So he's playing to your beats. And so if you stop your talam or stop singing, he's going to be confused. He's going to be like, did he forget? Or did I forget the Mirudangam? As a Mirudangam player, I'll be like, oh, did I miscount the beats? Or am I messing up? Um, so if you mess up, it's it's pretty much tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, but usually um, when I do Karnak singing, uh, Mirudangam players are pretty skilled. Um, so they'll just sort of you know play something lightly. And then when and you then start singing again, it will just continue from there on. So, yeah, what I wanted to um, say was the dynamic between singer and Bedangam player is really beautiful in a way. Because I remember while singing, right, sometimes when you sing like a like a really good passage, when you have like a really good passage of uh, play and then your Bedangam player like, you know, accompanies it really well with a good tune. Yeah. Like you, you share like eye contact and they just have like a, you know, like appreciation towards each other. Yeah. It's, that moment is like... So, it's It's so, so nice. Um... So I've noticed sometimes with Lincoln players, when you're singing a beautiful part of the song or you're doing a run or something, sometimes they won't play Lincoln so that your vocals stand out of the song. Mm-hmm. And they'll know that. Um, so they'll keep an eye out for that and they'll sometimes not play anything. And um, so you just hear your voice on its own and it, like, it just stands out, you know. And then the Lincoln plays it faster when you need to play it faster. And I feel like singing by itself is nice. But when accompanied with Mirangam, it's something else. It's totally out of this world. It's so good. And we're not even talking about violin here. Like, violin's amazing. Oh, violin players are yeah. Ooh, crazy. It's so good. But, um, yeah, it's it's just like the the connection between the instruments and the singing is so real. It's it's really good. Um, so that's a part of uh, the culture that we share. Uh, and then from that to, like, completely different culture. <laughs> what do you think about Utopia? <laughs> Uh, sir. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So, this is where, uh, you know, uh, so, we obviously, we share, you know, Carnatic music as, as a thing. And, um, you know, I felt pretty connected to Vithis in terms of that. But then, uh, I remember another time when, you know, we were starting to build our friendship was when, I think it was like a Spotify wrapped for, I don't oh, think, yeah. I, yeah, I don't think it was this year. It, oh, I think it might it was, have been the year before. I think it was the year before. I still have it, I think. Yeah, but we had a 98% match. Do you know how insane that That's is? crazy, yeah. Yeah, for Spotify, 98% taste match. That's like the best you can do. That's pretty high. Like, I've never got a, <laughs> I've never got a 98% mark on my new Yeah, but 98%. And that's when I was like, okay, this guy has good music taste. And there's nothing better in a friendship when you're like, okay, this guy has good music taste. Exactly, yeah. So, like, you can vibe to music together. Especially, like, um, now. Like, uh, when I'm driving in the car with the Yushi. <laughs> Our music tastes are pretty different. Um, so one thing that we share is like maybe some Hindi music, some Tamil music, and some pop music. Yeah. But apart from that, I listen to like a wide variety of genres, and it's kind of hard for Yushi to listen to them because she's not really into that. And then there's me who's really into that. And then sometimes there's music genres that she likes that I'm not into. So when we're driving the car, it's usually like you know her favorite song, my favorite song, I and mean, we'll just sort of alternate. See, does she allow you to be the DJ in the car? That's the real question. I'm the DJ She's everywhere. Laughing. She's saying no. <laughs> uh, she does. Um, she'll play songs and then 
<laughs> Sometimes she might get annoyed. She's like, no, you play. You play the music. <laughs> um, but usually it's fine because um, usually, you know, Hindi music is usually a blend of, you know, like a blend of, you know, like pop music, rap music. Like it has elements of those. And also like Carnatic music as well, which I sort of like. I mean, I don't know if Bollywood music does have Carnatic, right? Yeah. Some, yeah. Some, yeah like elements out of it at least. Um, so I enjoy listening to, listening to that. Um, so it's not too big, too much of a problem. Um, but yeah, especially with the boys, uh, we all have very similar music tastes. So. Yeah, bro, the boys, the lads, <laughs> yeah, we have a very, we, we have an authentic music taste. Yeah, so that's another part, you know, um, we listen to Carnatic music and we listen to Indian music, but at the same time, we also have um, interests in like hip hop, R and B. That's the sort of that's the sort of thing we listen to. So that's yeah, of, that's what I mostly listen to as well. Yeah, yeah, hip hop, R and B. And I've also sort of delved recently into Afro beats and stuff. oh, Afro beats, yeah. yes, please. This, this is influenced by the way, <laughs> um, Afro beats, UK drill, UK rap, UK like I don't know what you call it, like UK. I guess UK R and B as well. Like oh this, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I listened to that. Yeah. Okay, so in terms of albums, right? Yes. Since so, Vitus is planning to uh, release a music um, YouTube channel of his own um, about album rollouts and album reactions and stuff. So as like a prequel to that, okay, um, we'll we'll take one of the hottest topics right now in in music in the in the genre of music which is utopia the new album from travis scott now everyone has their own opinions <laughs> she's shaking her head over here not a big <laughs> fan also ayushi is in the studio today different ayushi but guest audience Yeah, so this is what happens when you record in a public place. Uh, this is Sajid, man. This is Sajid's doing. Every yeah. time we're in the room, he usually goes out to the, either grab food or um, go to pray. He always leaves the door like five millimeters open. Oh, you guys just noticed. It was open oh, this whole time. Oh, I had no idea because oh, we're, we're usually in this room or the room next to us. And he always leaves it open. I don't know if it's on purpose or maybe he just bangs <laughs> in opens and opens again. Um, but yeah. I, I don't know. It just I like it to be fully locked. Like having a small gap is kind of annoying because sometimes we're pretty loud. Um, so people outside, like last week, someone complained because they were recording something as well next door and they could hear us and stuff. It's always in uni, um, you know, you try to be social. Sometimes you end up being extra loud and there's always that one person who comes up to you going, excuse me, is it okay if you can keep it down a little bit? I'm just trying to do some. Like I feel bad, but I can't but control time, I can't man, control Yeah, <laughs> uni is like the place we have social, right? So just... They should have yeah, like special rooms for like recording or yeah. silent study. This is this isn't a, like the second floor in our library isn't a science space. Um, downstairs is and upstairs is, but this is like where you can do collaborative work and stuff like that. So you're not expected to be fully quiet and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I feel bad, so I, I just do be quiet. But yeah. it's it's hard because we're all like pretty loud people when we're together. Slightly triggering, just like <laughs> but anyways. Yeah, so as a prequel to Vitus's uh, upcoming YouTube channel, which I'm sure he's going to release shortly, and he does, um, I'll make sure to let everyone know. We're gonna we're gonna take part in the hottest debate right now of music, which is uh, Travis Scott's Utopia. So, what do you think? W- what do you think about it, the album overall? Well, 
overall, oh, it's... has his notes ready. <laughs> nah, I'm just looking at the songs. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, all the notes are so in my head. Proper, uh, proper. So I'm just looking at the songs because uh, I've there's like 19 tracks. Um, I know most of them, but some of them I forgot, as in the names and stuff. But uh, I remember each song pretty well. Um, the album overall, I would probably give it like a solid, like a solid eight, eight point five. Okay. Um, I feel like Astro World was his most complete work, um, but I love how he didn't sort of you know um, didn't do an Astro World two point He created something completely different almost. Um, like, if you notice, there's the instruments that he uses, um, the vocals, um, the features, even. Um, he, she got, he got Beyonce. Um, I don't remember the last time Beyonce doing a feature for someone. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And he's got Teaser Touchdown as well. Um, to be honest, he's been rising in popularity. Um, I first heard him on Don Tolliver's Lovesick album. I think it was on... The, I'm not sure what song he was on, but it was one of my... It was a song that I liked, but I didn't know who he was. Uh, I think he's going to drop an album soon as well. Um, <clears throat> I feel like some songs on this album weren't completely done, if that makes sense. Some songs were... Like, some songs didn't have an outro, if that makes sense. Um, like, in the first song, Hyena, um, that had, that was, like, the one of the very few complete songs that he had. Um, even though there's many beat switches and everything, the song didn't abruptly end and stuff. Um, you didn't feel I felt complete if that makes sense um, there are some songs in here where he just suddenly shuts the song off I think um, the end of Thank God is an example I really like Thank God Thank God is a sick song um, like he does sort of do an, uh, an outro to the song but if you're listening to it um, like playing the album in full it suddenly goes to Modern Jam and uh, it just feels so sudden, if that makes sense, and I don't, I didn't really like that, but it was alright because maybe it was intentional. Uh, I'm not too sure, but that was one thing that I noticed that the albums weren't fully, um, they didn't have a full outro to the songs, and they'll just abruptly end, and that sort of annoyed me a little bit, but it wasn't too bad because you know Travis hasn't dropped since what 2018. He's been doing features and that, but that's not really Travis's work because he produces a lot of his work. Um, the way he produces the songs are crazy. What do you, sorry? What do you think about um, what people are saying that it's just a ripoff of Kanye? Okay, that uh, I think the song was Circus Maximus. Uh, I think it was a copy of Black Skinhead or something from Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's I think he was just playing. It was people are saying this is Travis Scott's Jesus album. Because it's very, you know, very different from what Travis Scott usually does. Um, not, not I wouldn't say completely different. Because Travis Scott's known for his, you know, um, innovative production style. For being ahead of time and stuff. Similar to Kanye as well. Um, but the thing is, Travis Scott also worked on users with Kanye. Yeah, so it's technically his product. It's Yeah, it's technically stuff that he made as well. But it's just that Kanye put it out. If you go into the credits section of the songs and stuff, you'll see Travis Scott being uh, credited there and stuff. So it's not completely stripped off, but I did wish that maybe he didn't use it. Maybe he could have sampled it and, you know, did it uh, a bit different. Uh, I mean, I guess he did that <laughs> by putting, you know, Swaley and Weekend on it. Uh, but he didn't, you know, change it enough for me for it to be a sample. It wasn't one of the stronger... Yeah, yeah. I mean, ooh, I don't know. The more not I listen to it... Not one of the stronger tracks. It not, was obviously cool. not one of the stronger tracks, yeah. I think... Uh, 
Fiend, Siren. Sirens is probably one of my favorite tracks. Uh, I believe he fully produced that song. Um, I think it was, you know, a Brazilian funk inspired track. Um, it was crazy because, you know, that's what's hot right now. So who knows what's happening. But um, it was Brazilian funk, but it was in Travis Scott's way. And um, it just, I don't know. I love that song. Uh, it's sick. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to think of like, I'm trying to go through this album and try to like associate a word to each song. So like for Hyena, I would probably say eccentric. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God is like, I feel like I'm going to say melodious or floating too much because a lot of the songs are similar. Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. Because that's what, um, it's all of your songs, you know, like if I were to put it into a genre, I would probably say like, you know, psychedelic rock. Because um, psychedelic, like, definitely. Yeah, psychedelic. Yeah, but I feel like this album is more, uh, you know, there's, you know, it's very drum driven. Um, there's synths as well. Um, so the synths is more like the psychedelic side of it. The drum, the heavy drums, is all you know the rock aspects of it. Um, not necessarily you know guitars and everything like that, but um, that's what I would sort of you know um, use a word to. Uh, that's what I would sort of use to describe the whole album. Fair enough. So for me, yeah, so I had this conversation with, with this before, comparing this to Astro World, and uh, he was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't sure about my choice because I was like, uh, Utopia or Astro World. For me, I, I didn't personally enjoy Astro World as much as Utopia. Fair um, enough, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell you why. Yeah, Utopia... I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm curious to know as well because, I don't know, because this album should have won a Grammy back in 2018. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. So the reason... Astro World's good. Solid album. I give it like a... Probably like a seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay, Only maybe 6.5 actually. What, you go lower? <laughs> okay, look. It's a, it's a solid album. I'm, I'm, I'll go to it now. I'm just trying to remember everything. from Astral. It, it was a good album, but I just don't... I, I felt like a lot of songs were similar to each other. Like, Stargazing, No Bystanders. Those were all sort of similar. And I, I felt like... I listened to Astro World again because it's been a while once Utopia dropped. I listened to Astro again, and I don't know, like none of the surprise features hit as much. None of the songs gave me like either like a really, you know, like really head banging music, like amazing beat. None. Other than like Sicko Mode. At the time, which was insane. Yeah, and obviously, I'm, I'm, it was crazy. Meltdown can never compare to Sicko yeah. Mode. They tried, but it can't. Yeah, that's what I don't like about that track. Yeah. Um, he basically used the sicker mode formula for yeah. Meltdown. Even like during the second half, um, similar to sicker mode, it has a sped up, um, you know, trap beat to it. And I almost felt like I was sort of humming, you know, sicker mode, like the Drake's verse. Um, what you say? It's got the lights yeah, through the. Oh no, that's the wrong lyric. Um, I could basically, you know, hum sicker mode over Meltdown during the second half of this, uh, of the song. And I just don't like how he sort of, you know, try to cre- recreate that instead of, you know, creating something completely new. I still did like it though, but, um, I just wish that he didn't try to, you know, do that same thing again, using the same formula. Uh, cause nothing, <laughs> nothing can beat sicker mode. Um, yeah. it's, you know, it's cemented as, you know, as the sick track and, Nothing can come close to it. Not even Meltdown. Fair enough. Yeah, so I guess the songs in Astroworld, for some reason, just didn't hit in terms of, like, you know, hidden features, beats, etc. 
But if you looked at Utopia, I'm not gonna lie. When I first listened to it, I was like, "What is this?" I I wasn't a fan at the start. Yeah. I remember listening um to it with Sajol, and you know, I heard Hyena, and I was like, "What is this?" I heard Thank God, and I was like, "Bro, what what is this?" And then Modern Jam came on, and I was like, "Okay, I'm not listening to the rest." <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, but then you know, when I actually you know um, put my headphones on and and went through it. Oh yeah, you got it. You have to either listen to it in your car, and your car can't be a shitty car. It's gonna have like nice sound systems. Or you got to listen to it on some nice headphones. Yeah. So thank God, amazing. My eyes, the second half. Oh, I, beautiful! It's honestly, one of the best songs. It's ever uh, that switch up, and then the transition was so clean from the first half to the second half, and the way that he just you know, <laughs> man was rapping like his rent was due. <laughs> man didn't stop at all. He just kept going and going, guy. But it was sick because you don't really hear Travis rap like that. So it was nice to, you know, see some Travis Scott, to see Travis Scott actually rapping for once. Because, um, you know, he usually does his features and usually, you know, not not short necessarily, but they have a flow to it. It's a bit slower. But the second half of My Eyes was, like, he was sprinting on that track. Um, but it was, like, a nice, like, it was just rapping his ass off. Yeah. But for me, I feel... I feel like the weakest song for me now. Nah, okay, I feel like there's gonna be some. Uh, <laughs> be careful what you say. <laughs> there's probably gonna be some backlash over this, but for me, the song that I hated, instantaneously hated, was God's Country. What? I I despise okay. that song. I, I, I I'll tell you why. You yeah. you probably already know. Why I, I feel like I don't know. Why, why? Why would it? Is the um the sample and how it la, sounds a bit. <laughs> It's so annoying, man. It's oh. offbeat. It's offbeat. All of that is intentional. Um, Bro, okay, you can't be intentionally bad, right? No, he he intentionally put it out of key, so it sounds, you know, it sounds scary. I know it's supposed to be psychedelic or whatever, but it can't sound bad. You know, the first time I heard that, you know, the first thing that came to my mind, um, I don't know what his name is. I think it's Morris or something from Madagascar. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Maurice. Maurice, oh, Maurice. Or, yeah. Yeah, that little brown. It wasn't Maurice. It was Mort. Mort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mort, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maurice is the great one. Yeah. yeah, people were like, yeah. "Oh, how do you get a feature on Utopia?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw some TikToks after I saw that because I'm like, now surely I'm not the only one that thinks that because I think I told Ashwin about it and he wasn't really too sure about what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but and I'm like, because I used to watch Penguin. Uh, like, yeah, I used to watch yeah. uh, uh, not just that, even Madagascar itself. I watched all three yeah. of them. So that's the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, that sounds like um, was it Mort? No, more, 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 more. It sounded like more on the track, um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure all of that was intentional. It's meant to like make you feel a bit uneasy. Um, I believe this song was also. Uh, I'm not sure if it was, but um, I've I heard this song. I think maybe two or three years ago, actually, before it even dropped. Um, I was in my you know searching through unreleased songs and stuff by Kanye before Donda dropped and stuff. Um, so I was like, filled, I was just going through that on YouTube, and I came across this song. I liked it. Um, I'm pretty sure I had a Kanye verse on it. And uh, I think... I'm surprised he didn't include a Kanye feature because um, I think there's a few songs because the album's kind of inspired by Yeezus as well. Um, the song Telekinesis was called Future okay. Sounds. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> Telekinesis deserves a place in like a museum somewhere. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Okay, I know that it's a leak. Yeah. Um future sounds and all. Um thankfully I never listened to any That's the good that's why I, oh, yeah. leading up to the album, 
there was a bunch of leaks on yeah. TikTok, and, and I was and trying to avoid them so much. And I don't have TikTok, so it was like a win-win. And plus, I don't listen to much Kanye. Oh, Brumatage doesn't have TikTok. <laughs> so, so I was like a win-win-win. No TikTok, no leaks, and no Kanye, because I don't really listen to Kanye. Yeah, telekinesis. Oh my. Okay, so Future, in my opinion, delivered his best feature ever. Mm-hmm. Travis did his thing. Like he was a facilitator. He he was like the one. Yeah, he joining was one, everyone. He together. was facilitating it, and then SZA. Oh my. Okay. God. Talking about SZA. I know you're gonna talk about the mix. Bro. All right. Oh. Bro, okay, listen. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as the God's Country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I really like the song um, Telekinesis It's nice I actually like her verse On the song as well But the first time I heard it um, Actually not even Just the first time Every time I listen to an album I listen, I listen to it at least You know Four or five times Because um, You can't just judge a song On one listen Because um, To be honest Some of these songs Like especially Hyena I was like What the fuck is this song <laughs> When I first heard it Because It's got this weird Vocal sample at the start You know Like the drums Were kind of like Something that I wasn't used to, uh, but then the more listens I gave to it, the the more listens I gave to it, the more I liked it, um, because I'm sure they've listened to it a bunch of times and they know that it sounds good and that's why they dropped it. Um, but her vo- her verse was nice. It's just that the mixing was so like off. Like she comes in so loud. I feel like they just like. You I think like maybe she that sent, was on purpose? If it um, maybe because her verse is at the end of the song. And when I listen to the song, I feel like I'm, like, you know, rising the whole time. And when I get to Scissor's verse, I feel like I'm, like, plateauing. Is that the word plateau? Yeah, like a plateau. Yeah, like, I feel like I've, like, reached over the edge. And I'm, like, so, like, like climax. Yeah, it was, like, it was, like, the climax of the song. And then, like, I'm, like, I've, like, reached the top. And her verse comes in. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm, like, flying. I'm, like, in the air, levitating. But it's just that it's a bit too loud. I know, I it's know. a bit too loud. I know like, the mix is a little off. But, um... I don't know, like. But that can ruin a song, you know. Like. I know it can ruin a song, but for me, I wasn't really focusing on the mix. I was just listening. Uh, to I mean, the... I was. I wasn't like looking at the mixing or something. It's just like something that my ears picked yeah. up. Like she just comes in a bit too loud for me. But maybe it was intentional. Maybe it was like you know, like it's meant to waken you up. You know, like it's meant to like be loud. Maybe we're uh, giving him too much credit. <laughs> but but. Maybe. W- whatever it is. The, just the the flow, the lyrics, yeah, the just... the. The power, the energy. Oh my! I just God. feel like I'm an LSD when I'm on that song. I, I, w- just for this song, I I went on YouTube and listened to reviews from Sean C, Fantano, and all of that. And oh, I hate Fantano. Okay, he... look, I, I I yeah, I'm not a big fan of him, but I I just watch his reviews to see what he says. Like yeah, so do I. Yeah, so because I want to see like how low he rates an album. So I'm still waiting for the Utopia one. Oh, it's out. Oh, is it out? Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, it should be out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's out. Um, How much did he give it? Oh, bro, he gave it like a seven, I think. Seven? Yeah. Did you also see the thing where Pitchfork gave it a 6.5 and they gave more to Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig? What? Yeah, no, that's crazy, man. Lower than Peppa Pig? Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't know. That's crazy, man. Why would you like... That. How is a Peppa Pig soundtrack better than Travis Scott's Utopia? Maybe that's it just crazy, appeals man. to its uh, target audience better. That's because... Just because their kids watch Peppa Pig doesn't mean it's a good album. Like, okay, I love Peppa Pig. You can't go wrong. Uh, to be honest, I didn't know Peppa Pig had a soundtrack. I thought it was just the intro track. Like, dun, 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 dun. hi, I'm Peppa Pig. I think th- I thought that was the only track in the song, in the whole uh, TV show. Yeah. They have a whole ass album. I don't even know what the songs are on the album. 
Yeah, so I, I watched the reviews for Telekinesis, or I was watching people react to it live, yeah. and everyone had the same reaction. They were just like speechless. Because everything, the whole track just flowed together so well. It and nice, yeah. do you know Young Dabo? Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of him. You, you'll know who it is. This guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this guy start, the guy that started crying? Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> oh, that's right. He, he cries. He literally does he, does he stand up and does his... No, no, no. He just sits there and listens to Oh, okay, yeah. He literally started crying at this... At like, when I the saw, beat dropped. Yeah, I saw, yeah. Season, he literally started crying. So... It was amazing. Um, overall, the whole album just... I feel like... I can only cry to a song if it has meaning and I, something that I can connect to. I feel, I don't feel like technically this was worth crying to, but... Yeah, look. I mean, everyone has different reactions to music. I wouldn't cry to a song first. Yeah, fair not, enough. Not a, not a, not a hip-hop song. Yeah, exactly. Not, yeah. not really any But I definitely get goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. So Utopia, final score. What would you give it? Uh, probably an eight. Eight? Uh, yeah, probably an eight. Yeah. I'd say eight. Yeah, well. it's not. I would. I would give it a nine. Um, but it's just you know, there's there's just bits and pieces here and there. Uh, I wish like the album wasn't like. I wish he didn't use like. I wish the whole album was completely new. You know, like had no leaks, um, or like songs that were already out and stuff like that. Like you know. Like um, telekinesis and uh, what was the other one? Circus Maximus, um, the one that's a rip off of <laughs> Black Skinhead. Um, but it was nice. I still liked it. Um, I just wish it was completely new. Um, it's like no tracks that have been leaked uh, or you know heavily influenced by you know Jesus. I'm like it's fine to have elements of Jesus in there, but. To a, but not to a point where like you can identify a song because like the beat is like exactly the same, right? So I didn't like that aspect, but yeah, that's why I would sort of give it an eight. Like I love the album, but just like you know things here and there that I wish that he didn't do or could have done. Fair enough. Okay, so we ended up talking a lot about Utopia. <laughs> I also wanted to. <laughs> the main part of this was going to be talking about with his DJ career, but we're going to get to it now. So you marketed yourself as DJ. Birthday. The way he said it, the way the guy announced his name in the, in the yeah, <laughs> he was like DJ birthday or something. Yeah, he like said that. it was like a with an accent. An accent yeah. yeah, I mean so, to be honest, it is. It is, uh, verde means green in Spanish, so maybe he knew, and that's why he said it like that. So I was gonna ask you like, why do you name yourself birthday? But I guess is that why? Uh, <laughs> no. So I had uh, I just wanted something that started with a V, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. so I was looking for words. So my first option, I had a couple of options, uh, but the last two that I came to was Verdansk. Verdansk, like the Dave song? Yeah, like the Dave song, like the Modern Warfare map. So it was that, because um, it just sounds cool. It looks unique as well. Um, like it doesn't like, the, the order of the letters looks kind of unique. Uh, or it was going to be Verde, you know, nice, short, very memorable. Um, I, wanted, I wanted a name that, you know, that stood out easily identifiable um so i ended up going with dj verde um it means green i don't really care about it too much <laughs> i was like should i dress up as green and perform my set and stuff i was like nah it's fine um but yeah it means green i only chose it because everyone preferred it over verdansk um and verdansk isn't you know a common name it's kind of hard to pronounce as well so i just went with Verde. yeah 
why DJing? Like, how did you, how did you suddenly get it? For us, it was kind of sudden. Like, I mean, you've always been inclined to music, but like, I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I just didn't expect DJing. So, how did that come to you? Um, so, so last year, I've been. I mean, I think I started like low key producing music, not fully, but you know, just trying to making, trying to make some beats and stuff like that. You know, just try and explore. Um, different aspects of music so obviously you know I do Carnatic music I listen to music and all that uh, but producing and DJing and there's like another whole aspect that I didn't really fully get into um, and Loki did start making music <laughs> during lockdown but it wasn't we like... have some uh, infamous rap sessions oh, rap yeah. songs that we've created Definitely. which they will never see the light of day that would... <laughs> Gonna stay buried, but hey, but uh, one day, once uh, one day, maybe yeah, once yeah. DJ Birthday becomes famous, he could drop like that's what be, people will try to be leaking your oh, stuff. People imagine in like like you know 10 20 years in time, uh, years time, uh, people start you know start digging through our stuff, hacking to our Discord. Uh, we had we had a Discord server just yeah. for music and our album, uh, album reviews, album listening. We, we dropped our first rap song on the last day of school, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I, I low-key wanted to get into producing music. Um, so 100,000 subs on the podcast. If we'll drop that song again. Really 100,000, I'll drop the song. And a Tejas feature too. Uh, um, but yeah, so... And then, you know, uh, uni started. And then uni events sort of happened. Um, and I was, you know, saw the DJs there. And I sort of got interested by the end of the year. And I was thinking about, you know, buying a DJ deck, you know, during December, during... Uh, Boxing Day and stuff like that so I can sort of get started uh, and then that went away as well and then uh, I got busy and I sort of forgot about it and then I thought about it again it came back to me again it was always in the back of my head uh, my TikTok slowly started becoming all DJ related and stuff uh, you know because once you like a video you get more videos based on that um, so I had a phase where it was just sort of more DJ videos more DJ videos and then randomly um, I don't know where it was I think it was because I was searching up DJ stuff. I literally got, um, it was like an ad. I think it was on Facebook, I think. And it was like for this contest uh, where, you know, a bunch of, I think, a hundred beginners, beginner DJs, uh, you sort of battle it out. And the winner used to get to perform overseas at a proper festival and everything. Um, so the thing that sort of got me into DJing was probably me trying, me trying to, you know, venture out into different aspects of music. And I think seeing DJs at uni events and stuff like that. And also, like, just um, DJs international, like, people internationally as well. Um, I know a few people in, like, UK and Canada and stuff that are doing DJ events and stuff like that. And are DJs. And it's just kind of cool to hear mashups and stuff like that. Because it's kind of cool to hear, you know, another song on top of another song. And how it fits so seamlessly together. Uh, but yeah, that's what sort of got me into this. Yeah, it's it's really, it, it was really entertaining. At his first gig as well. Uh, it seemed professional. Like, it wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm watching a beginner, you know, starting a DJ career. Like, you know, people helping him out. It was just like a genuine it was Yeah, it was like a proper uh, event. It was a proper event. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, there, was, you know, there was multiple stages, uh, people announcing the DJs on stage, um, lighting. Uh, nice speakers and everything the whole DJ deck uh, I think there was even like silent disco upstairs as well 
Yeah, he he played our favorite tracks. You know, he went crazy. crazy. He went crazy. Yeah, I'll I'll post some of the videos as like a, a bit of a um, hype up video for this. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really good, um, really good performance. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you, Loki, and like these, you know, the events, you know, the club events that we have. Yeah. Because it's a pretty small circle, you know. If you yeah, it is. Yeah, Loki. honestly, it is. Yeah. Um, there are DJs, but. Um, there aren't a huge bunch of them, so it's pretty a pretty it's a pretty vacant, you know, spot I guess. So uh, I think you know hopefully we're done when we're done with union stuff. So when this semester ends and stuff, um, I'm hoping to buy a DJ deck before that, and hopefully I can practice a bit more before next year starts. And who knows, you might see me at your Mawik Bowl next year. We will see you, bro. We will see. Or mix ball. Or mix ball. Yeah, bro. Mix ball was crazy. DJ Verde is gonna be a household name soon <laughs> enough. That too, and his YouTube channel. I don't know what you're gonna call it in the future, but like uh, music it. reviews. Yeah, we're just gonna do some amazing music reviews and album reviews. So yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about today. That's pretty much um, what I wanted to say. Is there any, any, anything else you want to add? Anyone you want to shout out? Shout out to Travis Scott for finally dropping. <laughs> yeah, five years yeah, in the it making. It was nice to you know, hear some new music. Finally, Ashwin, this is for you. You can finally take off the Utopia dropping soon. Oh, on his Discord. Discord. He still had it. You know, that was like, what, end of, like, he had it since um, 2021, I believe. Yeah. Crazy, till now, and it's 2020. You can finally get rid of it. it Utopia has dropped. Um, also, yeah, shout out to DJ Verde. Follow him on Instagram. I don't know if you posted much video content of your stuff. Oh, here. I actually haven't. I need to collect oh. some videos from people because I didn't record. Yeah, so follow that. I'm sure he's going to post videos soon. Um, and yeah, um, shout yeah. out to the studio audience today. Are you seeing such <laughs> Playing World of while yeah. having a podcast. They've been very, very helpful. I think Sajid's grinding Spider-Man right now. Yeah. They can't yeah. see it. They, <laughs> 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 they, they, can hear, they can see you through the audio, yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing some work. I got like We're all being very productive, yeah. Genuinely uh, thought that there was a camera for him to show the Spider Man game. Yeah. Man, 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 let me just do 360 <laughs> in his laptop. He's like, guys, look at me. I'm not doing I'm not playing games. Yeah. So they've announced themselves at the very end. But yeah, so this has been a very entertaining episode. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Yeah, uh, no been look, I was looking very forward to it for a while. Looking uh, very forward? Look, oh, wait, actually, uh, wait, that works. That, that, yeah. that kind of works, yeah. yeah. I was looking forward to being on your podcast, um, but glad I'm finally on. This is like an ending. Um, I don't know who's going to listen to this because it's very music-orientated. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who are interested in music. Oh, but maybe not to the same depth as us. Okay, maybe, yeah. But that's the point. We're trying to get people That's true, this, yeah. Right? As, as, as a final comment, you know how you said, looking very forward? Yeah. It reminded me to someone in the Karthik Aryan um, interview where someone was like, this is a fresh of breath air. Karthik Aryan, you're a fresh of breath air. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this was said twice, just saying. Said twice? But, yeah. Karthik Aryan, you're a fresh of breath air. Fresh of breath. Yeah, so Vitas, you've been a fresh of breath air today. Thanks oh, was this at the meet and greet thingy? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so Vitas, you've been a fresh of breath air today. Thank you so much for gracing uh, this podcast with your appearance. And anything else you have to add? No, just thank yeah. you for having me. No uh, 
looking too full, looking forward <laughs> to being on it again. <laughs> Hopefully, we can talk about something else. And, yes. um, but yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank Laters. you. Later's. I'll see you later. It's lit. Thank <laughs> you.